Welcome to Heathen in the Hedge. This is a podcast about marriage, magic, and beyond. My name is Merlin. And I'm Shay. Today, we're going to be talking about the elements and how to incorporate them into your life, your witchcraft, your spirituality, all of the above. Yeah. First question. What it's all about. Is, what element do you connect with the most? You want me to go first? Sure. Okay. I'm asking. <laughs> All right. Um, I would say for me, it's definitely between like water and fire. Yeah. Um, I use a lot of water and fire and, but I also feel like I use a lot of earth too. However, I know for a fact that you probably use fire most, uh, most, mm-hmm. if not the same as water. So I would say that those are my top two. What about you? I think probably... Definitely majority earth, but I could probably find places in all of my practice that I've got all of them incorporated for sure, but majority earth. Okay. Yeah. And I think, I think that a lot of the draw for me is just because I've had a lot of, uh, I've had a lot of, I've always felt like I've had like a, a sense of calmness around fires. Yeah. Like even like when I was a kid, like just... Something about fires always just kind of really, like, they never, like, truly scared me. Mm -hmm. I always felt, like, a sense of, like, you know how they'll say when you look into something or if you look into a fire or a flame, like, it's like you could see a a vision or some sense of, like, a a picture in your mind or something. It's called fire scrying. Is that what it is? Yeah. Well, that's how I feel when I'm looking into fires. I'm just yeah. like, I'm literally just like staring into it. Like it's like the original. I know form there's of something in there telling me something or yeah. just it's like mesmerizing. There's something very like ancestral and like primitive about fire mm-hmm. to me as well. Like that's a, that is like, yeah, that's like a key part of the human existence is fire. Yeah. Definitely. Um, second question: Do you do you feel any friction with any of the elements? Like, are there any that you don't connect to, or any that you feel maybe a little out of balance with? So I would say for sure, like air. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with that. Me too. I feel like I don't connect at all to air, and even though there's like a lot of different ways that you can like use and incorporate air i just feel like a lot of times like that's it's the last one that i that i would go to um but you said you feel the same yeah and water too like for some reason i don't know something about water and air i just feel like less connected to i appreciate the balance that they that they uh help with i suppose well i would like to break it down whole, more but yeah because um, it's it's a breakdown in between it's it's some it's kind of a mix between like the part of the power that draws you and then the ability that comes from the the element yes and i have a disconnect with technically some of the abilities of air mm-hmm. but i do still have like draws to air like when i'm using incense and and like smudging and yeah. things like that. Yeah. I still have draws to using those, but I know air is like my weakest, my weakest connection. But also like so some of your draw to those, maybe the fire that it takes to incorporate those, which is something that I was going to. Well, that's what, yeah, the abilities yeah, the, because. They all work together. Yeah. 
a lot, like all of the time. Like, yeah. the earth needs fire because I'm connected to the earth the most. The earth needs fire. It needs water. Mm-hmm. It needs air to carry the seeds. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It all works together. But for some reason, most of us gravitate towards one. Right. And uh, that's okay. Right, right. <laughs> um, what are some ways that you incorporate the elements into your witchcraft? You go first. So, like, what do you like to do? Um, definitely candles. So fire is a big one. Um, the majority of my spell work I do outside for the most part, just because I do connect to the earth the most as an element. So um, there's nothing more spiritual to me than a handful of dirt. You also really like crystals. Yes, working with crystals and... um, Absolutely. I'm not, I, it, it, I keep wanting to go into the next question cause I keep spurring <laughs> thoughts, but what about you? Um, I, so definitely fire. Mm-hmm. I use a lot of fire when it comes to, you know, candles, the, the sun, the stars, that kind of stuff. I use, a, I use the moon a lot too, but that's mm-hmm. like more of my water side. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh yeah. That's what we wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that too. But, um, yeah, I'm a I I I definitely identify mostly with fire because I am what I would consider a fiery individual and I don't know if that I mean it obviously could have to do with like a little bit of the of my zodiac but I Actually, just I just tend to really connect a lot with like the creativity like energy um like something about passion like I'm very like I just feel like everything I do is with a fire yeah. um yeah but also I do tend to have a lot of like water tendencies as well because I really do um, like healing and I'm very intuitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I connect a lot with the moon. I do feel calm and, and I like water. Yeah. But I am afraid of large bodies of water. Like I don't want to be in them, but mm. being near them brings me peace. Yeah. Um, but something about large bodies of water and then me being like in, in the middle of like an ocean so big that is just me freaks me out. That's terrifying. I don't think, I mean, I feel that way in any large body of water. I don't feel comfortable um, 100% mainly because I know there's things in there. <laughs> well, if you think about it, like you could, you could say that about any of the elements, like in comfortable doses, they're fine. But like, I love the earth, but landslides are, they kill people every yes, year. Yes, I know. <laughs> like, I know. I know. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying what, like the parts of me that I, that I use, but I use a lot of like water in my, my witchcraft as well. Yeah. 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 Um, and so that kind of is like, like I said, I feel like I have a good mix of the two. Yeah. And that kind of leads into the next one. Um, how do you incorporate the elements into your like deity, ancestor and spirit work? And water is probably where I think I do the most with like that kind of stuff, especially mm-hmm. ancestors, because like that's a, that's something that we both do, like offering water to our ancestors and like that kind of thing. I think that's one place where I do use water, even though it's one of the elements that I don't connect with the most. Mm-hmm. What about you? I think for me with the, my ancestors, I use a lot of earth magic. Mm-hmm. Um, I do use fire obviously quite a bit, but, but a lot of earth magic because I do give them um, crystals. I have been feeling like really deeply connected to specific crystals mm-hmm. because they're ancestral 
um, the, the animal part of it because I also have like the, the animal spirit, like attached to the ancestors as yeah. well. Um, and the fact that like, I, I do a lot of protection magic just mm -hmm. based off of like my ancestor alone. Um, and a lot of like healing magic. Um, so I feel like earth is my biggest tool for my ancestral connections. Totally. Um, totally. Maybe because it, because I think a lot of my ancestors, um, are rooted in, well, like I was telling you all in one of the previous episodes that the, um, deity Aja from Yoruban religion yeah. has reached out to me like in a recent reading mm -hmm. and she's very much like an earth being mm. all about earth healing, um, animals, literally just that. And yeah. so that for me has been my huge connection, like in just working with my ancestors alone. It's like all earth healing, crystals, animals, yeah, like herbs, plants, the works. So that's been that's my deepest connection. You're making me put something together right now. Like, what is it? Because I've been like in my Slavic ancestor work. I recently have been like really drawn to the Baba Yaga. And she's a very similar deity to, um, like, the Aja. Or is that what you call the yeah. Aja spirit? The, yeah. Uh, yes. Because she's also a forest, like, she's like a forest witch, like a forest goddess. She's yeah. deeply connected to the animals and, like, herbal healing. And um, just the, the balanced, not good or evil energies of the earth itself. Like, mm -hmm. the earth feeds us. It nourishes us, but also the earth is like it's very dangerous and unforgiving. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and that's funny. I've never put that together, but like your ancestor work has led you to a forest goddess. Mm -hmm. And my ancestor work has also led me to a forest goddess. Well, I think when we look at a lot of our background, we see a lot of um, similarities. For sure. Like I always find it kind of weird because like I've always said before I never really thought that initially we would right off the bat like fit each other yeah but the more that we've like spent time together I mean literally we've been together almost 10 years now and I feel like the more time we're together yeah the more we realize that we have a lot of things in common totally even, even though, though it seems like we would have nothing in common even though we've even in our spirituality and ancestor work we've split off in completely different directions we're not even in the course. same realm right now and like they're all your, and they're all really related your purely African ancestry for sure like all of your work and mine is purely European and Slavic and like they mirror each other most of the time in our work and they do. I think that's cool. Yeah. Because I, well, well, you remember how I was telling you that we were talking about, um, like, Oh, do you think our ancestors would like each other and that kind of thing? Probably and I, and I we... said, yes, because your ancestors are, they come from a completely different era, like era and place than most people's like white indigenous ancestors, like descendants, mm -hmm. none of your ancestors owned slaves. None of your ancestors were like a part of American none history. That I know of. So that's the reason <laughs> yeah. why. And like, and that has nothing to do with anything. Like, I'm not saying, Oh, you're terrible. If you're, you know, your ancestors were that I'm saying, there's, I think that there's a reason why we harmoniously connect because yeah. there is no animosity, even in history between 
between like your there's family not a lot of friction between my, my ancestors family. and your ancestors and that's right. it's funny because there's been times where your ancestors have reached out to me to get you to like talk to them well me too and don't you yeah. remember the time yeah yeah all the crap was happening in the house yeah like there's there's been straight up times whenever like shay's maybe not been being as attentive as they would like her to be to the ancestor altar and they will grab my attention in a dream or like last week or two weeks ago they were making shit move around on her altar like she's got a necklace hanging from her altar and they flicked it out and like i was standing in the kitchen and saw it fucking happen and i like come in the bedroom and i was like you're you need to work with your ancestors because they're trying to get my attention to get your attention about it and yeah, like yeah. I feel like they're. I feel like our ancestors are chilling, working together. Yeah, they're, they're, I feel like they're cool with this union. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Like, especially it's like, all good. And something I think that that is a big thing about that is probably our daughter because of like they're. She they are, like both sides are both her ancestors. Yeah, yeah, and, she's she's dabbling into both. Yeah, so, so I this think household that that's, is is a. Uh, completely it's, mixed yeah it's, <laughs> it's different but it like works together organically and i think that's cool and something go ahead i'm sorry no you're good something else i was gonna say is like the other elements like as far as like spirit work and deity work and stuff like that like i've done a lot of work with odin over the past like four years and he is very, like very deeply connected to the air element because it's connected to speech and Mm-hmm. like poetry communication and communication yeah. and like um incantation like verbal incantations right. and i also think that's huge with your ancestor work is to speak to them and that in itself is it's a part of the spirit work. part of the elemental like the air element yeah it is and absolutely it's a part of it and i think that that's like i said funny i struggle with that a lot yeah i struggle a lot with communicating and speaking i feel almost like awkward trying to speak out loud but i do feel like that is a part of like what my ancestors would like me to do so that I find that to be kind of like interesting because it is definitely directly connected to spirit work absolutely and I, like i always like this kind of goes into the next question like but because it's the zodiac like how do you like a uh, zodiac and the elements like how yeah. does that work together yeah and that's something that i've always wondered because i've been told numerous times like that i'm a good speaker mm-hmm. and that i like um, I've been told that by a couple of mediums that like whatever I'm supposed to do with my life has to do with speaking and communicating with people, mm-hmm. but I don't feel deeply connected with the element of air. So I'm like, I want to go back into my, well, I can break that down a little bit chart <laughs> and see how much air is in my actual like natal chart because yeah. I've had numerous people tell me like, well, I mean, if you want, you could look it up right now and I could give you a little bit. I could, but I feel like, (laughs) I feel like just going off of what I know about your like top three, I think the reason, um, that you may struggle with the part of like the communication or speaking because you're a Capricorn sun, right? Yeah. And you're a Libra rising Mm -hmm. in a Sag moon. Mm -hmm. So I think that what it is, is that emotionally when it comes to 
like your Sagittarius side, mm-hmm. I think when you sit with your emotions and your feelings, you don't necessarily allow yourself to really go after what you want. You might be stifling that based off of like how you think you should be. Mm-hmm. If you went in the path of following your emotions and your gut and what you truly would like to be, I don't think that you yourself will allow it yeah. because you don't lead with your emotions. Yeah. Because um, I'm very Capricorn heavy. You're I? very, um, you do have a lot of Capricorn placement. And also because of the Libra rising, the Libra rising is an air sign. Okay. So you do have some type of air carrying you, but I think it's because that's where you first present yourself. Oh, for sure. After it's after that presentation has worn off, you're kind of like, well, back to earth. I'm not down with this. Like, we've already flown through and I'm landing. Yeah. It's, it's funny <laughs> I'm done. Like, I'm on the ground and and the, the mission is done. That's funny because I've had a lot of people tell me, like, when they first meet me, it's like a motherly energy. Like, do you want, like, food, a glass of water? Like, is there anything <laughs> I can get you? Yeah. And that's, like, before I like they know me. And then after... They get to know me. I'm more of like a stern, like fatherly energy. Yeah. I've had like more than more than three people tell me that. That's what I'm saying. I think it comes down to you are generally a grounded person with a lot of dreams and inhibitions, but you also can come off with the forethought of others seeing you as a person who truly does communicate and does carry things yeah. and and does do the spiritual and 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 connections that you usually would do but i think that it comes down to like when it when it's the signs broken off mm-hmm. there's things that interact with each other that make mm-hmm. you cuz i cuz i see that in my own chart all mm-hmm. the time um that's one of my biggest fights with myself but i think that that's what it comes down to because mm-hmm. you have literally uh earth sun an air rising and a fire moon Mm -hmm. so you've got like three of the top elements i'm a forest fire yeah but i but i feel like (laughs) you're a forest fire (laughs) elements yeah basically yeah, kind of, sort of. I think that in a lot of ways, like, if you think about it, yeah, like, your air, your air part of you, like, that that rising is what people first see about you. Yeah. That is, like, the impression they get of you. So you can really come off as, like, the, like, the carrier. You're like, yeah, like, come on, guys, like, hop on my back. We're winging it out. Like, I'm flying us all into, like, freedom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then when it comes down to when you're truly thinking about it, like your actual self, you're kind of like, shit, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I don't actually want to be responsible for anyone but me. This is already enough work. But emotionally, you care. Yeah. You do care. And that's the reason why I think you truly commit at first, even though that's not really what you want to do. I think it's also why I'm like so much better like at divination when I'm working with people that like I know nothing about. I don't know them. Yeah. Like I can pick up on things because i am more open and more communicative and um it's not to say i can't read for somebody that i know but i feel like that capricorn in me that gets those pre like uh uh, not preconceived notions well yeah kind of because i like i get a i get a whole concrete vision of who a person that i know is in my head 
and that's hard to let go of. Right. Once I know them. Yeah. But if I don't know them, it's very like open and like. It allows you to communicate. Fluid. Yeah. Yes. With the, with that spiritual part of it. Yeah. That, that you need to. Yeah. But as soon as I know anything about them, like it shuts off completely. And well, I mean, I guess that, I mean, that makes <laughs> sense. Like I said, like with the liberizing, like for me, I have the Sagittarius sun and a Pisces moon and a Gemini rising. Yeah. So I also have a fire sign mm -hmm. and a air sign mm -hmm. and a water sign. So I'm missing earth in my chart. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have any earth? I don't have any. Well, I have earth probably somewhere, but I'm saying my top three. Yeah. I don't have earth. You have earth. I have water. Oh, um, gotcha. And so I find it that when it comes to my Zodiac and how that plays out, my fire part of me does tend to lead with, like I said, the passion, the fire, the emotion, everything that I, tr when it comes down to who I truly am, it comes down to like me being able to, to have like that firepower. So that's why I think it comes down to the creativity. That's why I'm such a fire heavy which not, I mean, even though I have a fire sun, um, I think it does come down to the fact that like that does drive a lot of like my creative, my creativity, my drive, my passion. And that's why I'm so fiery. Mm -hmm. But also I have a water moon and I really, uh, I really, really, really emotionally connect a lot with like the moon and water and mm -hmm. like healing and intuition, like very intuitive. Yeah. And I think that that's because that's like emotionally like I am in the water. That's why I think I really also connect with Oshun. Yeah. Both of those things hit me. I connected with Oshun first. Why? Because I needed to get my emotions under control. Yeah. Before I let Earth kind of come in and ground me like it was all about the water needing to be attended to which mm. was what which was what a lot of my magic was at first um when it came down to my ancestral work but zodiac wise i do feel like fire and like the fire and the water i connect with a lot yeah. but also it it does cause issues for me yeah i feel like a lot of times because of my placements i go into something with such optimism and because I have that air sign in Gemini, I immediately will try to figure out what's the best tactical way for me to do something without thinking about exactly all the bits and pieces of how that's going to work. Mm -hmm. It's more just like I'm there to get it done. Mm -hmm. But my fire sign tends to allow me to push that through because I have that drive and passion and creativity. Mm -hmm. However, for me, what is really a downside is because I have a water moon. I tend to allow that intuition to really block me and put mm. out my fire, mm -hmm. which happens all the time, yeah, which is, we were talking about which is what I was today. talking about today. Yeah. Like I will be in the middle of something completely having a, a totally normal experience. And then one thing will set off my emotions and now I'm all in my head about it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that that is why my water sign and my fire sign 
they have some work to do. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I think that that's the reason why earth has been brought to me in the shape of my ancestors because I yeah. had none. Yeah. I had nothing grounding me. Yeah. I was constantly a flaming fire and then putting out the fire. Yeah. And then carrying my ashes up into the earth, trying to figure out how the how the F I was going to get to my next situation and then starting it all over again, mm -hmm. starting it all over again without any grounding. I do think that there is a reason why we fit so well together. Young yeah, man, I, I was, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Complete, what were finish. you going to say? Well, it has something else to do with the Slavic stuff and like why the Baba Yaga has come up in my spirituality. Oh, yeah. Because she, like the first, in the mythologies of her, like the folk tales and the fairy tales and the, like the mythology of the Baba Yaga, the first mm -hmm. question that she asks somebody that stumbles upon her little cabin in the middle of the woods is are you here of your own free will or are you doing an errand and depending on how you answer that question um is like you know whether she eats you or whether she like gives you some like sound advice or like a gift to help you along your journey and but the whole moral of that is like why are you here why are you doing what you're doing like are you going to let this consume you without any knowledge of where you're going mm -hmm. or are you here of your own free will and you know your own direction and where you're going and that's something that i think has been something that i need i've needed for a while in my spirituality is like um why are you here why are you doing this and like that's the whole energy of the baba yaga is you know you either flow with it of your own free will or you're completely devoured by it and mm -hmm. that's uh kind of reminded me of what you were saying with yeah 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 absolutely and so i think for everyone who has been thinking that their major element has been their sun sign look in your charts and see what else you connect with i think that yeah. you'll find that there are some similarities and in, in ways that you're you're connecting with the elements that you may not be realizing uh -huh. like i had no idea how much showers were really like a like a cleansing totally like relieving ritual experience until i really got connected with my ancestors totally and i never would have really thought about it like that un 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 if i hadn't done that mm -hmm. and so i think it really comes down to when it comes down to the zodiacs period there's going to be something that you're missing that is going to be either fulfilled by your own journeys or at least by in some, in some ways, I think it's a lesson to be learned. You may be missing for sure, something yeah. that needs to be developed. 100%. Yeah. And so like for me, I know that air and earth are my weakest signs and I have a lot of work to do in those signs mm -hmm. and they do take active work. My weakest are definitely air and water. What is, is that what we were saying? Yeah. yeah I feel, I feel fire is pretty strong within me because like you have a Sagittarius sun yeah. or a Sagittarius moon. Yeah. So you're emotionally a fire water and air. Probably honestly, if, if I was to go back and answer that again, water, I think I'm the least connected with for some reason, because now that I've talked about all the, like the deity and spirit work, like I feel like I do incorporate a lot of air through like speech and communication and all of that. But, but you do, but in some ways I know that you 
I mean, maybe you do because you... Um, no, I'm talking about just spiritually in my spirit work. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying, like, maybe you do need it. Um, maybe that's the reason why you were so drawn to the waterfalls. Yeah. Or maybe that's why Yeah. you're... Um, I mean, you're also really good at being very intuitive. Uh-huh. And... Um, no, totally. I know there is connections there. It's just mm -hmm. stuff that I need to, like, focus on a little mm -hmm. deeper. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Next question or the next topic for this would be like chakras and the elements. Um, I guess that would be more for like balancing like your your personal energies. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, like the throat chakra is going to be more of like an air. Mm -hmm. um, the third eye, I feel like personally is more of a fire because it's like a cleansing, like you're seeing things the way that they are rather than the way that the old you perceived things. Mm -hmm. um, the root is definitely earth. And then um, where would water fall in there? I feel like water falls into maybe like your heart chakra. Yeah, possibly um, even the solar plexus. Oh, yeah, I was going to say it could be the solar plexus too. Um, but, but, but either way, I feel like if we're just talking about our own experiences, mm -hmm. I know that I've had a lot of experience with my third eye connection. Me too. Yeah. And I think, and I, and maybe that is because it's, it's a creative part of you, but I know that like the fire element has always been pretty strong for me. Mm -hmm. So I know that like intuitively I always want to go for strengthening like my mindset yeah um and that's i think that that's like my biggest one but i know that i've also had like connections with my heart chakra the most too yeah and um and i don't know in some ways i feel like heart chakra it's almost very earthy too. i was gonna say it also feels earthy it yeah. doesn't feel like watery it feels more like earthy to me now that i think about it harder and like it's, it feels like a structural life yeah a little bit yeah. yeah it's it's the it's the it's the part of part of you that is that is alive that it keeps you grounded and yeah i don't know there's something about it no totally it has to be balanced in in a way that is like connecting with earth um, but it also could be water too. I don't know. It feels like it's both. It could be, honestly, like it probably is. There are I think one, it all there bleeds are, over into each other. I was going to say there are, uh, chakras that do have both. Cause with the, yeah. Cause with the chakras, like they all work together as well. That's yeah. why you balance, like the balance is your, like your overall chi, like yeah. the heart chakra and the throat chakra, like you're speaking who you are like you're speaking your true feelings about everything so like those are two that are working together um usually you start at the root when you're working with your chakras and that's like the foundation like kind of grounding yourself and building a foundation so right. like it all works together that's something we that i don't know a ton about is the chakras so short topic but i feel like <laughs> for you though like i know that a uh a strong one for you is the throat chakra mm. because you not only really like to express yourself verbally, but you also like verbal expression. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like clear communication. Yeah. For sure. In every way. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. 
Yeah. And you're also like an affirmations person. Yeah. Like I know that you like to audibly hear, you know, that you're doing a great job or that, mm -hmm. you know, someone's proud of you or things like that. Like you like to hear these things from people, not necessarily just, you know, it's not like just forethought or like in action, but you like to also be told. Yeah. How someone feels about you. Yeah. So I feel like an art, like the, the throat for you is strong. Yeah. Even I if you don't, that. even if you don't think it, but yeah. no, I could see that. I could kind of see that. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, you also said you're a communicator. You, you said that yourself. So, yeah, I don't feel like it all the time, but I mean, honestly, like a lot of the stuff that I do is that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's more than you think. I've even been told like at jobs, like multiple bosses in the past have told me like, you're really good with people. And like in my head, I'm like, but I kind of fucking hate people. <laughs> like, yeah, but I, but you're, but but I can you're... communicate with them pretty well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying that you're, uh, um, I mean, we both had this same thing, but people say like, oh, you have like a good energy or you have a nice energy. And that just, I think comes from being like a natural people person or not necessarily a natural people person, but being a healer. Yeah. And we're both pretty in tuned with like, I think, like I said, in some ways, the earth, the water sign, mm -hmm. because I have a lot of water in my chart. You have earth in your chart. Both of those things make you not only like a healer, but they also make you very intuitive, very, very knowing. Yeah. It kind of washes away the spiritual bullshit. Like, yeah, that. like, uh, you can see things as they are. Right. That's, that is definitely true. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. And um, yeah. Next topic, I yeah. guess. <laughs> um, let's see. Honestly, let's talk about, I don't know how to phrase this, but I guess like the elements were kind of mankind's first experience with the divine. Like everything about um, ancient or like prehistoric spirituality would point towards just being deeply connected to the elements and like the world around them yeah like fire was huge for primitive peoples uh, water was huge for primitive people the earth was huge because it was the plants that they were eating and the plants that were feeding the animals that they were eating mm -hmm. and the air like fed the fire that kept them warm it you know filled their lungs with you know, the nourishment of the atmosphere. Like, right. Um, most, if you look at like the, just the roots of all spiritualities all over the world, like it's, you're just, it's a deep connection to the world around you. And you might say the elements were the first religion. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, when we think back to history and, what we've known about early primitive people, most of them absolutely worshiped having the elements provide them with mm -hmm. the many things and tools that they had at the time. Yeah. It was everything. Um, it was very sacred. Like you, you think about it now, people go out and hunt and kill animals. Well, back then you not only killed an animal, but you prayed over every piece of the, body and you used every piece of the body you found yes. ways to make sure that every single thing you did was a sacred part of the process that meant something and 
you know, it's, that carries over now into, I think, what our um, spiritual practices should be. They're supposed to be deeper rooted connections to the, to the gratefulness that is the providing of this planet. Mm-hmm. And you Without see Without what is given to us naturally, we wouldn't have it. For sure. And you see some of that bleeding into like modern spirituality or like more, um, mainstream spirituality, even like in Christianity and the more mainstream religions, like with praying over the meal, like right after it's like served, like being thankful for the meal and the nourishment and, you know, for God or the universe, like providing that for us, like that is kind of a bleed over in like for back from when we were just like being mindfully uh, grateful mm-hmm. for everything. But I feel like we're less mindful now for sure. And that leads into the next question or topic. Like, why do you think people have lost their connection with the earth and how do you think that affects us? Well, I know a lot of it has to do with modernization and just like For sure. being, you know, completely civilized as people. Yeah. They've and and honestly, when we think back or when we go to the root of it, a lot of it is because it's been stripped from us. Yeah. Um it used to be that you would spend so much time outside, you would mm-hmm. spend so much time um you know back then before we really became like what we are now as like a as a society you know before all that it was normal for you to go outside every day it was normal for you to help with the animals you had to help on the farm um to completely be in tune with nature god forage go get water right you would go forage you would go find your food you would make a fire you would primitively take care of your needs based off of the land alone you make your and tools now from the stone, it's man-made yeah. and everything yeah. is just given to us yeah on a shelf yeah we're not allowed to farm the way we want we're not allowed to have the the right proper things mm-hmm. that we need we're regulated we're told what to do we're restricted um so i feel like a lot of it comes down to the man knows yeah the man knows i mean we we, we heard it today we went to, and this is a side topic, but it, but I promise this ties in. We went to a modern day society, you know, me, me, Western medicine facility today. And it was an urgent care. Yes. And, you know, the guy, <laughs> my the guy out. is telling him like, oh, we have all of these options for possibly helping you with this pain, even though they have terrible side effects. Yeah. And and I'm looking at the guy like, listen, we're not here for any of that. Like no, I'm, totally. I'm not here. They always to seem get shocked a pill. when I tell them I don't want to get fucking high. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're not here to get a pill. We're not here to get an opiate. Like this is not what we're here to do. Um, and when I told him that I'd been giving him a natural painkiller, he was just kind of like, oh, oh, okay, well that's cool, you know. Um. He's like, now, obviously, you know, we're not saying or discrediting that any of this works. We're saying that the FDA and the CDC and the, the people of the, of the, you know, food and drug society are not going to allow for testing and proof to be given for natural things. Why? Yeah. Because they've already been provided to us by the planet. The planet has given us every single thing that we've ever needed. And then the 
humans took it and literally turned it into poison that you pump into your body that only makes you sicker, yeah. that makes you need it longer. And that's the reason why natural medicine is being thrown to the side. Like, it doesn't matter because they don't want you to know that you can naturally heal yourself yeah. well, without even, killing yourself. Even he was And that's just that. off topic. Yeah. But it's, it's part of the reason why they don't want you to connect with your nature because they know that nature is healing. They know that everything we need is out there in those goddamn woods. And if they would allow us to build our own houses, build our own gardens, connect with being primitive the way that we're supposed to be. Oh, we wouldn't need governments anymore. We wouldn't yeah. need crappy credit societies. We wouldn't need the stupid ladder and chain that is the government. Yeah. Well, it's because... Um what we call society what we call this like culture is all synthetic like western culture this like uh it's an overused word but this colonized culture <laughs> yeah is extremely synthetic like there's nothing or there's nothing real about it honestly right. and that's why you see a lot of like so many people like um uh, you know, people go camping on the weekends. People go on, like, these long-ass, like, hiking expeditions. Like, yeah. city people. Like, and that, what that is, is us being pulled back to having that connection with the Earth. That's why um, we have, like, deep connections whenever we are sitting around a campfire. Like, Yeah. And also, yeah. there's a reason why so many people, like, I know that this is also kind of off topic, but I promise this is also part of it. But the reason <laughs> why so many people are drawn to moving here near the mountains, mm -hmm. because the mountains hold a real energetic vibration mm. that is pure earth. I've spoken to like, it. I know it's hello. there. Yeah. You're, you're drawn to the energy of the earth. People move here because your ancestors are literally mountains, bro. Mm -hmm. And like, I know that sounds wild, but it's the truth. Okay. You ever looked at a mountain sideways? It looks like a, it looks like a, it looks like a giant. Think about, I'm no. just saying. Think about the way that the elements work here in Colorado. We've got the mountains. So that's like the huge earth one. We've got the mountains. Like they're in your face every day. Like it's like a very regal presence all the time. You've got fire every year cleansing <laughs> every single year we have fires you've got the wind that carry those fires and help to cleanse and then we don't get much rain but when we do get rain it like floods out towns kind of rain like all of the elements here are extreme but incredibly balanced i was gonna say the snow snow yeah. the snow provides us water that is that is probably the main source but like once every like 15 years like you get like a huge flood here but yeah, yeah like the snow is like the main source of moisture for this area yeah and yeah like it's yeah. a very it's very balanced mm -hmm. here and you can feel that in like the atmosphere here but also we're really close to like sacred lands as well for i mean sure, the yeah. mountains and everything that's that why has it was been sacred land right like, and yeah. that's the and there's a reason for that but a lot of people like i said they're not connected Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't think about these things. Remember that not everyone is spiritual. Not everyone thinks about the the inner workings of how the planet and everything feeds us and provides for us. A lot of people are just thinking, oh, great, that's Jesus. Awesome. And the, it is. Yeah. But hello. Yeah, there's nothing you're wrong not, with that. You're, but like, break it also... down. I'm saying break it down. It's not just that. It's not just your divine being and, and, and whoever you think is in charge of you. Give 
thanks to the actual planet for doing shit for, for you. For sure, yeah. It's not just the guy in the sky giving you everything you want. That's right. How do you think you're eating? How do you think you're bathing? With water, with food from the planet. Yeah. Give back to the planet and be thankful for what the planet does for you naturally, not just giving your power away to what you think for sure. is feeding into you. Well, that's why I think a polytheistic, and I'm not bashing like monotheistic faiths, but I think a polytheistic faith is more, it makes everyone blind to see. It's more honest with the way that things are because all polytheistic, like ancient religions and ancient spiritualities, the gods are the gods. Like they are these higher beings, but they are also personifications of things that the earth is doing for us. Yes. Thor is the rain and the winds that like there's a sun god there's a moon god there's a rain god all of it there's a well there's a there's a every there's a harvest god there is literally a a a figment yes for every single thing that provides for you yes and i think a lot of it's a mindful awareness of the world around and a lot of people have made it Mm one-sided and that's why they're missing the full picture for sure of being thankful of being appreciative of being grateful for what the planet does for us because i never saw that when I was Christian. No. I never saw it. I never had appreciation for the earth at all. Not even a little bit. Not even tiny bits before yes. this. And when I became Wiccan or witchy or whatever you want to call it. Because I had a Wiccan stage. Now I'm just witchy. Yeah. But when I first went into that. I think everybody has seeing, a Wiccan stage. Right. Not to say that right. Wicca is totally. A to, it's, it's, a, it's a gateway. It you know, a, it's, it's a, also it's a umbrella. valid faith. Like Because yeah. I think no, Wicca gets played off to be like. No, this, it's, like, it's valid. I'm saying. But it's an umbrella. Yes. It houses many places and many people underneath it. Me personally, I've realized that it's I'm not a, really a part of a religion. So I'm more just a yeah. witch, which makes me not Wiccan. Yeah. But, um. I'm saying that it did teach me the values of, you know, um, do doing into what I would, you know, want done unto me, you know, the, the above is so below, you know, the, the earth and the, the, the creatures and beings within it have a place. They are, they are human or not human, but they are living beings just how I am. And yeah. that was not in my mindset. They're sentient thinking beings. Right. And like that was not in my mindset before I hit this path. When I was Christian, all I thought about was God and uh-huh. Jesus and how that would help me and, and how I could how I could serve him uh-huh. and what I could do to be better in their eyes. I never thought about the planet and what the planet does for me on a daily basis and, and, and how it matters, you know, not to be wasteful or or not to be um, trashing the planet or not to do this or not yeah. to do that. All of those things never hit me until I became so much deeper into actual witchcraft and understanding that the planet and energy and all the elements combined is what makes magic. Yeah. None of that ever clicked before until now. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the main reasons why a lot of people are not in this place. A lot of people are not thinking about it that way. Mm-hmm. They're thinking about everything under one umbrella, and that one umbrella makes the rain, the sun, the moon, the shine. It's not just that. The mm-hmm. planet is literally a thinking, sentient being, and it totally. has killed us before, and it will do it again totally. if we don't get our shit together. Yeah, and man. I don't want to sound like I'm so passionate about this, but I am. Well, think of like the way cells work and the way like atomic particles work. Like The Earth is... A like uh, it is a living like organism. Yes, it's and we are a part of that organism. That's something that like I've talked about it in a former episode. But like um, 
if you look at our existence rather than coming from something divine out in a fucking ether that doesn't like that's not a part of this aka god of like that like dualistic kind of god right um i say i say god i say christian god because i still believe in no i still i do believe that there is like a universal consciousness right right the spirit wove everything well we talked we were talking about that too the fifth element Yes. Is the spirit, yes. which is literally just it ties the all spirit of, it of the planet. Yes. But I think if you look at it rather than something outside of here created us, look at it as like we are this earth, like this earth created us. Like Most likely. We are, no, we are like symbiotic organisms on this like gigantic molecular structure. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a living organism and... If you look at it from that way, we're a part of it. So, like, why would we want to kill something that is us? Like, it's a part of us. If it if it dies as a whole, we are dead. Like, right. That's the way to look at it, I think, in a more healthy and honest and like animistic. Well, that's the reason why people have to get back in touch manner. with their with their elements. And coming to the last topic, which we've kind of already went over it. How can we and how can we help other people connect with the elements, with the earth, with the the world around us, the real world, not society, yeah, like yeah. the earth itself? Yeah. I mean, like I said, just just be aware, just be conscious, mm-hmm. you know, allow people, um, remind people of what the planet does for them. Um I always like to, you know, say to someone like, you know, if they're just like, hey, you know, how are you doing today? I'm, you know, I'll say something like, oh, you know, I'm doing great. Like sun's shining, you know, the the grass is green, the birds are chirping. Like I am enjoying, you know, being alive. Like just thinking about all of the tiny parts of like what makes the world turn. Like in the mornings, I don't know if anybody like, and I'm talking about pure tiny joys, but I get so happy when I hear birds chirping. You have Mm -hmm. no idea. Why? Because we're in a migration crisis right now. I don't know if you people know this. <laughs> I'm sorry. This whole entire topic. I must be like on. I'm, they're probably like, wow, Shay, you're really on one today. But I am. I just feel like the elements when they when you talk about how this truly like affects us. Everyone yeah. kind of forgets about like the tiny parts of like the, the, the entirety of a whole that makes everything run together. Yeah. So like because I've been looking into gardening, permaculture, literally eco ecological systems for the last year. Yeah. That's why it means so much to me when I think about like how important it is to I have think that's a huge part that plays the into the water and the birds yes. and, and the birds and the bees and the and the things that all make things run. Yeah. Cause we kind of forget about that kind of stuff that really matters. So I think that I know for me it's been a lot of like getting educated about my region, about what's around me, about things that need to be done, about totally. how I can help my my area, yeah. how I can contribute to my um agriculture in this in this place that I'm in. Yeah, and like that's you're that's a, been we, what I've been doing. We have to remember that we are a part of the ecosystem. Yes. Like and some we can either flow with it symbiotically or we can be a virus and most of humanity has chosen to be a virus and that we're not only killing the planet around us, but we're killing ourselves. Yeah. And 
Because what's left when the virus kills the host? Nothing. And the virus is dead. And the elements start over again without yeah. us. Yeah. Everything goes with with or without us. And so, yeah. I personally think the best way to get back in touch, like you said, it's getting back with the earth, but like start researching and doing the things that your ancestors were doing. Research your ancestors because that's a huge thing. Like when you can tap into that, you are tapping back into the earth because they were symbiotic with the earth in every they were part of building every it. possible way. They were part of building it. This is, this civilization was different before we were here. And it has grown and shifted and changed all yeah. based on what our ancestors did. Yeah, and we were kind of, with like Western thinking and like Western religious philosophies, we were all completely ripped out of all of that. And now we're just left spiritually malnourished and physically malnourished because yes. we're no longer um, flowing with our true potential with this earth. We're doing everything we can to flow against it. And that's, uh, not to say there's not a place for technology, but it doesn't hold as big a place in our cultural health as we think it does. For sure. For sure. I agree with that. And I guess to just kind of finish off the entirety of this, of this talk, um, we're, and, and we're trying, and we're saying all of this to, we're to say <laughs> that we're not bashing anyone for anything or, you know, what you believe in or any of that. We're just stating that get in touch with your inner self, with the things that make you remember what it is to be alive. Yeah. All of the elements and the things around you that make up your magic, that make up who you totally. are, that give you the the strength and the energy and the being to be who you are trying to be is yeah. all within your reach and in the the air around you. Yeah, there's a reason that we feel connected to fire and waterfalls and and the moon and stars and the sun and when you feel charged by the sun We're like it's literally all it's ancestral it. memories yeah. it's part of who we are yeah as a being like as being as sentient beings on this planet that have been evolving for like hundreds of millions of years like it all is of a part holds, of who we are yeah all of that holds magical properties and qual and qualities yeah. that have been used and have energy that is still ruminating today yeah and when we remove ourselves from that we we become sick spiritually mentally physically all of the above for sure <laughs> well we know this was a lot to take in i know that like there were some moments where i think i was flying off the handle but no, i think it was a fun episode <laughs> it was a good episode it's something that i've talked about um online with like multiple pagans and um alternative spiritual thinkers i'm gonna i'm gonna stop saying that i'm gonna say traditional spiritual thinkers because <laughs> um this new way of thinking is just a fucking shot in the shot in the bucket compared to our entire human history like yeah we've only been separated for a fraction of a second historically and uh i think uh we need to just let that be a blink and try to get back to as much of that as we can <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I agree with that. Well, I think that we're going to wrap up the episode. For sure. I feel like we have definitely said and covered everything that we wanted to say. 
But we hope that you all enjoyed this episode. If you would like to keep up with us, you can follow us at Heathen and the Hedge Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, we have a link tree, of course. So if you would like to get in touch with us or be a guest on the podcast, feel free to reach out, whether that's via DM or um, one of our one of our links on the link tree. There's yep. ways to contact us there as well. Yeah. But, so, uh, yeah, like hit us up in our comments or the DMs, like just talk to us, like, cause we want to hear what you guys think about the podcast and we want your ideas and, uh, we thank you all for listening. Yes. Very much appreciated. Well, we are signing off. This has been Heathen and the Hedge podcast. I'm Shay. And my name's Merlin. And we will catch you all next time. Blessed Lo- be y'all. <laughs> Love you guys. Peace.